0: hello and welcome to new england beer reviews my name's tj davis alongside emily schick how the fuck are you today crazy cat lady um surviving hey that's better than not (laughs) all right uh fuck this shit this is our second podcast recording today and we're we're just kind of trying to ride the wave so let's get right into some fucking beer uh, Beer number one today is Double Lollipop Forest from Um Deciduous from New Hampshire. New uh,
1: Market, New Hampshire.
0: New Market, New Hampshire. It's a double-fruited sour ale with milk sugar. What the fruits are, the can does not say. In three, two, one, crack.
1: I mean, it took me a little bit, but I didn't spray myself in the face, so there's that.
0: On uh, immediately pouring it out, it's it's either berry and or stone fruit. Because looking at it, I can't tell if it's raspberry or plum, but it's got that deep color. I love the color so far.
1: It real pretty. Do not uh, wear white while drinking it, this. It smells if you good. Are, if you are messy like me, do not wear white.
0: I mean, just don't wear white in general.
1: I mean... Yeah, I, I, I have tried to do that to wear white a bit more in recent years because I shunned it for so long, but I swear to God, every single time I wear white, it's like I will spill something on myself.
0: Oh, it's the same way that I am, man. Like when we went to go see Massive Attack and like I really dug the T-shirt for the, the tour and it was a white shirt. And the first time I wore it, I got something fucking on it, or the uh venture brothers uh, um, uh fucking dragon dojo t shirt that is again white and the first time I wore it, I got it stained
1: <laughs> yeah, so I've had this one for a while, and I think it's start it's on un- un- unusually for a sour, I think it is starting to turn. Like it's not bad, it's no, not
0: it's not bad i I can see what you mean though, because
1: there's a touch of vinegar in the back end,
0: yeah, it doesn't seem like the flavors are exactly what they're supposed to be, but I'm even if it has like a bit of vinegar in the back end, it for me is giving that like a little more tart to the profile, and yes. I kinda like it,
1: yeah, no tart, fruity
0: um like definitely raspberry blackberry blueberry oh there's something else in here yeah oh i mean the milk sugar so that's giving like a slightly different flavor yep no honestly if this is turning i still kind of like it
1: yeah i do too i mean it's it's i think it's barely barely turning a little bit but I guess that just goes to show you that not all sours age super well.
0: Oh, no. We've had some ones that have, like, vinegared up hard.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I my hope is that none of them were like that to begin with.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good hope. Uh, fucking, of course it did god damn you untapped and your lack of internal memory oh so now i have to like scroll to find emily's first beer that she's going to talk about today um
1: that i hope i haven't talked about before because i can't fucking remember
0: yeah i like again i don't think that you have but hey we'll fucking find the fuck out man uh (laughs) Oh, tch, tch, oh,
1: tch, oh. <laughs> i mean it'd be funny if somebody actually reached out to us on social media, um, like, actually
0: talk- you guys did talk about this one before and this is what you said about it before
1: <laughs> like actually that would be fucking hilarious because it means that people somebody's care listening actually- <laughs> i mean hey we've actually picked up a few more like regular listeners it seems
0: yeah, um, I was looking at our metrics earlier today before we recorded on Cedar Screw It and like as of today, which doesn't include like the last two days usually, uh, we've got like 20 listens on our most recent episode. Yeah, um, which
1: is just us, which is impressive.
0: Yeah, so hey, thanks guys. We We hope you appreciate us because we appreciate you. Uh, we we do this we're happy to have you yeah we we do this entirely for fun and hey man if you want to spend your time listening to listening to us then fucking kudos we we like it
1: (laughs) yeah and if you uh if you uh, are some random internet stranger who's never met us and you want to come on the show don't forget uh just sign up for our Patreon.
0: Yeah. The and- first person to sign up for our Patreon for at least like what what did we say? $2? <laughs> we'll fucking send you a box of beer and uh have you on the show as a guest.
1: Like honestly, man, considering the what I usually send as a box of beer even on a light day, like that's a worthwhile investment because you're probably we're we're probably giving you more beer than you're paying for like the entire year. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's unequivocal. Yes, unless you're unless you're spending like
0: unless you sign up for two bucks for one month and then immediately cancel after we have you as a guest, then well, no, fuck you. But
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm trying to think of like, I don't know. Let's say averaging six to eight bucks of beer, something like that, and I'm usually sending at least six beers.
0: Yeah, six beers plus uh, shipping costs. So you know. It, if so you, if you
1: sign up for two bucks a month, you're getting you're you're getting your money your your yeah. money back and more.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you stay signed up for a full year and give us twenty four bucks, you you are getting at least like thirty to thirty five dollars out of that. Yeah. All right. Um, just
1: just <sighs> selling it, fuck. you know.
0: I let my it phone go to sleep again, but it didn't reset on me. So, Emily's first beer that she's going to be talking about today comes to us from Skygazer Sky Brewing Company out of North Haven, Connecticut. It's Watercolors Christmas Creamy. Um, It's their Watercolors Creamy with a Christmas cheer added. So, does that mean, like, Nutmeg.
1: I can't fucking remember to be honest. I was kind of hoping that the description would have more in there. <laughs> yeah. um I mean if people I, are saying
0: like Christmas flavors it's to me like essentially mulled cider. So like I, I nutmeg, clove, like a, orange.
1: Yeah, like a it was like a gingerbready, fruity yeah. something something whatever. I remember it being pretty decent. Like honestly, I haven't had anything from Skygazer that I didn't like. I mean, no, I'm with
0: you. Like every uh, you've had more than me, but everything that I've had of them, it's like, wow, this is pretty goddamn tasty.
1: Yeah. Um. The the least impressive one I've I mean, granted, I've had nothing but sours from them, but the least impressive one was that monochromatic one that was like just raspberry. Oh yeah. But like, it wasn't bad. It was just less impressive than the others. So you know, again. Saying it again. Check out Skygazer. They fucking rule. Speaking of fucking ruling. Yeah,
0: what what was your next one? Was it Moon Age Daydream or did we talk about that?
1: I don't think we talked about that. That was uh that was Yumi and Dan hanging out.
0: Yeah, that was Yumi and Dan hanging out. I can't remember why. I mean, it was the same time we drank those terrible Ouzel finches. If we didn't talk yeah. about them, then they were terrible they, they were really vinegary it was weird like they were bad vinegary like if this has vinegar going on in it it actually works to aid this uh double lollipop forest whereas those it was just overbearing
1: yeah I'm going to be curious to see because the that that vinegar pop that I was getting in the beginning is kind of backed off for me so I'm curious to see uh spoiler alert our next beer is triple lollipop forest so if that one has no vinegar hint then i'm guessing that this is just the tartness Mm -hmm. and it just like pinged something in my brain either that or i'm just like hyper vigilant for fucking vinegar flavors because of those oozle finches yeah but like again i think we talked about this before i wouldn't run back and get more oozle finch
0: that's what it is in this it's black currant that's what's giving me that good oh
1: that's yeah and that actually might be what's pinging the vinegar part of my brain. Too. Yeah,
0: that, that would make a lot of sense because it is, it's, you know, it, it's stone fruit that has a very distinct, almost sour flavor that would also remind black you. currant. 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 Um, <laughs> Slap you. Hey, man, I've been keeping this shit going this long and I've been keeping this shit going longer than this has existed. So, Currant. <laughs>
1: i don't even have chris to help me gang up on you anymore god damn it
0: (laughs) but yeah so this specifically is a sour ale with milk sugar black currant blackberries and raspberries or blueberries second was that was that
1: um was that super bowl no no oh because you weren't here for super bowl that's right i don't remember it was probably just fucking hanging out and playing games for some reason just like hey let's do the thing yeah Mm. so uh moon age daydream is a sour from litherman's limited which is out of Concord New Hampshire that one this one is uh Concord grapes and grapefruit so yeah I I thought it was decent much like I feel like a lot of the litherman stuff is it's not as in your face or, um, you know, rich in flavor as even the thing we're drinking right now. Um, but, I mean, still pretty solid. Not a bad flavor profile. Nice. What do you, why you say nice? You had it too, d- dumbass. Yeah,
0: I'm still looking for it so then I can talk about it as well. Um, oh, yeah. No. I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't think it was amazing yeah really yeah. impressive either um i think that the grapefruit came better came through better than the conquered grape but the conquered grape helped to balance out the grapefruit in it because it gave it a little more sweet from just like tang yeah but it, i just wanted i wanted more from the flavors there and i feel like that's a frequent complaint that we've had with the stuff from Litherman's limited in general
1: yes none of their Um, stuff
0: is objectively bad it's just not really anything to talk about
1: well it's hit or miss is the way i would say it um i can't remember i think we had some sour that was pretty decent i just don't remember what it was maybe it was like a mimosa one or something the orange came through really well in that one Mm. uh the other one that i remember really liking was that hot sex on a platter that we actually did an episode about
0: hot sex on a platter was pretty decent um, our next one that I'm also going to have to check in because I forgot to check it in comes to us again from New Hampshire, this time from White Birch Brewing, the Purple Monster. Why it's named the Purple Monster when it's Blueberry Pineapple, I do not know. Uh man, this was disappointing.
1: Um, Honestly, I would say that most White Birch Sours are kind of merp these these days like yeah these days if, no, if nothing else um they seem to primarily use flavor syrups rather than actual fruit um which was less of a problem when sours were brand new but like given how many breweries do sours now and do it with actual fruit and it tastes better uh, and just why you,
0: how the market's been going in general like it comes you're to just, sours. it's like
1: it's like, it amazes me that you're so committed to using fucking syrup. Like, well, then again, it, like, I, I've said this before. It's like, there, I don't disagree with the, i the business is nice. I don't disagree with the business decision necessarily to stick with what's been working for you. Because, you know, why potentially tank your business if you are getting decent sales off of it? But, like, I don't know, man, like. Like, at this point, like, maybe, maybe, maybe just, you know, keep your core ones and then do other sours with, like, real fruit. And if, I don't know, maybe this one, maybe I'm not remembering correctly. Maybe this one is real fruit and they just don't know how to fucking use it.
0: I mean, that, I that could be it as well. Um, I just remember, it, like, wanting more from it than I got. Uh, and even then, like, my... My expectations of the majority of the stuff that we have from White Birch are not high, and this was still, like, disappointing.
1: Yeah. um, And I say this again to all of our listeners out there. If you find yourself in this area of Nashua and you're like, hey, let's go to White Birch. No. Don't. Go to Spyglass. Yes. They're really, literally across the street, and they're way better. Go there.
0: Are they still across the street? Because yes. Didn't they move to a larger location
1: no i don't think they did i think they're still there okay
0: so yeah they're like across the fucking street and so much better yep um all right we've talked about that we've talked about that we talked about that we talked about that we talked about that uh i'm not sure if we talked about that
1: what uh cake? we literally did an episode no
0: it. the high top fade
1: oh um did we i don't think we did
0: all right so we also had high top fade their cherry lime raspberry from cant heat craft brew company out of fall river cool <laughs> yeah um i think that we were also kind of overly harsh on this one when we first had it cuz i remember having a second can of it and not thinking it was like 3.75 bad yeah. Like I don't think it's a four point two five. I think it's probably more of a four. Uh but like it it was decent. Uh plus I don't think we've had anything from that brew. Yes, we before. have. We have.
1: I I oh. didn't aren't they the ones who did Where's the freaking Clicker?
0: Oh yeah, I think you're right about that. Where's the freaking clicker? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah. So like, it was a different style from them, but you know.
1: And I mean honestly, amazing. like the I, I remember the white where's the freaking click of being pretty decent, and that was a New England style IPA. And, um, you know, this was not a like given that they're, I think they're a fairly new brewery, I don't know how new, but they're at least pretty new to me. Oh. I haven't seen them around a lot, and, um, I think that a lot of breweries, especially when they're fairly new, and it does seem to happen a lot with breweries that like do decently well with like new england style ipas and stuff like that they don't always get the sours right on the the on their early tries um and honestly man like if if this is an early sour for them they beat out the one sour that i've had from treehouse by like a mile like oh that's the one (laughs) sour the one sour i've had from treehouse was not good
0: I mean, it's disappointing that the one sour you've had from Treehouse is not good, but yeah. I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah, I can't remember if we've talked about this one before.
0: I think that you made mention of it, but we didn't really dig into it. So yeah, because I
1: think we talked about I, I think when I came up on the other Water Lily, I brought this. Yeah, one well. I, I think
0: you mentioned it when we had Scott on. But uh, I don't think we really got, I don't think that I really said anything about this one, you know?
1: All right. So.
0: Uh, uh... All right. So another beer that we had on some time we hung out is Water Lily. It's a collaboration between Tox Brewing and Skygazer, Gazer. Uh, Tox out of Lunda, New London, Connecticut this water lily specifically is mango pineapple passion fruit coconut and white chocolate like holy balls this was really fucking tasty yeah it was again like similarly to a lot of the other sky gazer stuff that we've had specifically um a lot of the flavors like the individual flavors come through so it wasn't just an amalgamate of all of it like I could taste the mango, the pineapple, the passion fruit, coconut, and the white chocolate in there, which is most yeah. surprising to me because that's probably the most muted flavor of all of them, but it really helped to bring everything together, you know?
1: Agreed. Um also I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say I've only been to New London, Connecticut once, but like Tox Brewing is probably the best thing in New London, because New London... I, I, okay, eat a I'm, bag I'm, of I'm, dicks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm really sorry, people from Connecticut. We keep shitting on your state. New London fucking blows. Like, I did not have a good experience there. And, uh, you know, fuck it.
0: <laughs> mm. The more I drink this double, the more I'm getting, like, almost floral notes out of it
1: yeah
0: it's nice that like even if it's gotten a little oxidized i still think it is pretty damn tasty
1: yeah i don't even think it's gone.
0: yeah i don't think it has either but you know because i am curious to see like how the other one a goes a little bit of vinegar in it but like it, instead of like the Finch stuff where it just drowned out every other fucking flavor with its like Atrocious vinegariness Like this is complementing the other flavors if it's there, right? All right. So next up, Emily had a beer without me, Tch, asshole.
1: Well, wow, isn't the first time. Um. So I had purple berry jam from Foundation. Um, another one in their jam series, which you know. Again, most of the jam series, not mind blowing. I would say this one kind of falls into that category where again it's not mind blowing, but like it is solid. Um, so if you ever see a foundation um, jam or jam packed there, and you're like, I'm really in the mood for a sour, and I don't know, you know, there's not a whole lot of selection at whatever place I, I I'm at, but they have this. Not a bad choice, really. Yeah,
0: like, I feel like all the jam and jam pack stuff has been like, again, you're not like reinventing the wheel. It's not mind blowing, but it's always serviceable.
1: Yeah, and I would say, you know, jam packed is usually the better of the of them because I think those are the ones that are kind of like amped up. But like any of the jam series, you're you're not really going to go horribly wrong with. And this one in particular is uh lactose blueberry and blackberry.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds unoffensive.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know that I I I would say like that's a that's a hard combination to fuck up a sour with blueberry and blackberry, but mm-hmm. I mean, come on man, I've absolutely had places fuck up sours that should be simple like that. So, like No, decent definitely decent
0: all right next up we're gonna talk about a beer another beer from deciduous that we've had that was mighty fucking tasty um it's from their frubulous series this one being strawberry pineapple mango and coconut uh yeah this was this was really fucking solid like again like smoothie style sour so not really tart but more like, a, more like a fruit smoothie that you'd have for breakfast, but but with alcoholic, alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, like I'm not a huge mango fan myself. I think it's starting to like grow on me a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's usually a fruit that is often more sweet than I care for, and Interesting. like. I think that, yeah, I I think that sweet is, like, the best way, but, like, not, not like a sugary sweetness, more like a caramelly sweetness.
1: I think that that's actually fairly common when it comes to tropical fruits versus, uh, you know, things, like, that we get, that we can grow up here easily, like uh, stone fruits or berries, like... A lot of tropical fruits tend to be on the sweeter side. Um, well, like, pineapple is a
0: tropical fruit that I think has, like, a lot more bite to it. Like, same thing with, like, kiwi, you know?
1: Um, First off, kiwi is not a tropical fruit. Oh. Yeah. Fun fun oh. fact, kiwi is not a tropical fruit. Um, Weird. Yeah, it's actually a temperate fruit, weirdly oh, enough. Oh, weird. So you're telling um, me
0: that I could be growing kiwis in my backyard and I'm not?
1: If I recall correctly, they need. Uh, they might want to not be. They might not want a hard frost, but like okay, it's still not technically a tropical fruit if you're growing it in like if its ideal climate is something like I don't know Virginia or some shit. Yeah,
0: or or like one of the Carolinas.
1: Yeah, that is not still not tropical. Um, and also, as far as pineapple goes. Pineapple does ha- tend to have a little bit more acidity than a lot of fruits, but you also have to remember that it's technically, I mean, I guess it is technically a fruit because of its function, but it is uh, not related to most fruit. It is a bromeliad. And huh. also, part of the things that's really, one of the things that's really interesting about pineapple is um, so myself, I know, and I'm not the only person I know with this used to get like that weird kind of like tingly kind of weird feeling from eating pineapple when Mm -hmm. I was a kid like either in my mouth or my throat um that's because pineapple is chock full of enzymes that are actually like dissolving the outer layer of skin cells nice pineapple Uh,
0: trying to eat me while I eat it (laughs) also
1: incidentally you know you know used in skincare products and stuff because enzymes and shit so
0: but yes, frivolous with strawberry, pineapple, mango, coconut—quite tasty. Try, try, try it out. Oh, uh, indeed. Next up, which I never checked in, um, is fruit punch jam from Foundation. Again, it, like all right, so it's it's one part of their jam series. Um, it's got milk sugar with sweet cherry, guava, pineapple, and black currant. I feel like guava I have similar taste issues as I do with like mango. That it's
1: doesn't surprise me. Again, do you it's have the not... same issue with papaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tropical fruit thing. Then, Um I like, quite I, 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 like don't, I don't tropical fruits don't, in general. I
0: don't hate them. It's just like if I had a choice between a papaya and a plum, I'd choose a plum
1: i don't disagree with you there but i well of those three the the papaya is probably going to draw me the most actually yeah um oh
0: i have fond memory time i remember back when my mom took me to ozfest 99 because i was a huge fan of godsmack and really wanted to go see them and there was a guy at uh great woods who i will always remember as the a la papaya guy Because he was trying to get people to buy frozen smoothies and his pitch was a la papaya, papaya, papaya a la
1: papaya, papaya, papaya
0: Fond memories.
1: Okay.
0: But yeah, it it was like a shitty version of Fruit Punch. It was Oh man Uh, Are we going to talk about We're not quite there yet, so I don't know. I still want to talk about it real fast Um, The Jay Wakefield, uh, Finback
1: collaboration. Oh yes,
0: the new NYC edition. I I can't see what the fuck that is, dude. I still can't see what the fuck that is. Oh, are you telling me to like look at my texts?
1: Yeah. Wait, wait a wait to, uh, to fucking.
0: I have Do Not Disturb on, so I don't get texts.
1: Oh well i just put mine on silent
0: oh yeah cool Talk um, for a sec yeah I'm, I'm gonna talk for a sec um so the uh, fruit punch jam is like a shittier version of uh like barreled souls superman punch and that is a shittier version of haterade from jay wakefield But we also recently had a collaboration between Jay Wakefield and Finback that was Haterade NYC edition, which honestly, I can't like shit on it at all because it was fucking delicious and it's like everything I want it to be. But given that it was a collaboration between Jay Wakefield and Finback, I wanted Finback to give like maybe their own spin, their own twist. And instead, it just tasted like Finback brewed haterade.
1: I don't disagree with you, but at the same time, I think that it might have had a little bit more intense flavor than the straight Jay Wakefield.
0: That's entirely possible, because I do remember like this NYC edition having a little more bite, a little more pow. Yeah. And I don't remember, like, regular Haterade being quite that, like, pow, right in the kisser. And I guess that if they did do that with the Finback collaboration, then that is something I really liked about it. But it's also been years since we've had, like, well, it's been years since I've had straight Haterade, I think. Has it? No, because we had it when we went out to dinner with your mom that time.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. We had the, All right. We had the fruit so punch one.
0: you're right. Um
1: It has a little bit more pop to it.
0: Yeah. Like they just threw in more fruit punch Kool-Aid. Yeah. And yeah, uh, like a bit more tart, a bit more in your face. Very New Yorker. I liked it. <laughs> but now
1: if they could just do the same thing with the fucking blue raspberry uh, one.
0: Yeah. Like that one was sadly disappointing. Mm hmm. But, like, you know, going back to Fruit Punch Jam, it it was fine, but there are better examples of that, of what they're trying to do out there. Like, maybe it was just, like, a little too sweet for me, because it was definitely more on, like, the sugar side of things instead of, like, the multitude of flavors. But, like, you missed me saying, you know, Barreled Souls, Superman Punch, like, I feel like that does what this is trying to do better and then haterade does that better
1: i'm gonna respectfully disagree here because fruit punch jam to me is more of like you took like actual fruit punch like okay even if like juicy juice or some shit like uh, do they even fucking make that stuff? i have no idea oh man do you remember getting juicy juice in fucking cans i used to get juicy juice in cans i'm old like it used to come in like a yes like a fucking 32 wow. ounce can or some shit yeah
0: no I, and you had I to had like pop a that. big
1: hole in a little hole mm-hmm.
0: i i used to drink my v8 that way v8 always tastes better out of a can
1: um so i would argue that there, what? Uh, while there is a similarity uh, in what they're uh, doing, I, I, they are doing different things here. I remember
0: Ecto Cooler in the big ass can.
1: Me too, I definitely do. Um, but again, the these beers are doing different things. Like, yeah, you're talking about two beers that are using distinctly, like a like a Kool Aid or let's just call it kool-aid you know it's like using q-tip even if it's not the same fucking brand it's the same it's the you know what i'm talking about it's it's the cool it's the kool-aid version versus the actual fruit juice version
0: so they are going to be different things. (laughs) (laughs) no spine of jello here my friend
1: Oh man, if we actually t- take off, we could just like there are so many like watch through things that we could do. Hell yeah. So the next one we had I think is actually a one of the better things I've had um and
0: well, I didn't have this one. You had it.
1: Did you not get one? Did we not open one at some point? Nope. Oh, uh, like you're talking
0: you're talking about the plumberry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nope.
1: Oh. Fuck! Oops. Sorry. I uh, I I drank the rest of them. Um, I thought we opened one that night, but maybe I'm wrong. Um. So nope,
0: we opened up uh the fruit punch.
1: Well, womp womp for you because this is actually a better one. But that's because it's a jam packed. I I like I said. I think the jam packed is generally a better series just because it has a lot more oomph to it. Mm-hmm. So jam packed plumberry is. Uh, plum and raspberry topped off with milk sugar and vanilla bean and i think that this was a i've had a few of the jam-packed series um i think that that this one was actually a particularly good one i've had the uh i think that this ranks up there with the just peachy if not above it for me. Oh nice. Um the raspberry jelly roll is prob is definitely below this.
0: hmm Yeah, that raspberry jelly roll was pretty disappointing, but that uh just peachy was pretty goddamn delicious.
1: Yeah. And the plumberry I think worked just as well, if not better. Yeah. I know I've had other jam packed, but they were long enough ago that like I need I would need Untapped to be my memory, and I'm kind of in my feed right now and don't really want to like go searching. So uh...
0: exactly, and I'm lazy. All right. While Emily takes her last few sips of the first beer, I'm going to introduce a quick introduction of a beer from outside of New England. Not too far outside of New England. It's only from uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh, zone 6 from Plan B Farm Brewery. It was a wild ale. Uh, it's a New York wild ale. Aged in oak on quince and black currants. What the fuck, really? quince. Quince. the fuck is quince? Quince. Quince. What the fuck is quince?
1: Um Quince is a stone fruit that... I believe is one of those things that like it's either just unpalatable or it's actually poisonous unless you cook it or something.
0: (laughs) Oh, Um, wait a second.
1: Did we talk about this one? Oh, they grow here. I don't think we did talk about this. Um, Quinces actually, well, Quinces, I believe can grow in this climate. I think I used to know somebody who had a tree in their yard, but like having fruit trees in your yard sucks ass. Honestly, like, because they just generally drop most of their shit and, like, rot all over your fucking lawn. Yep. Um, so, quinces are, yeah, one of those things that, like, I can't remember, but it's, uh, if it's actively poisonous or just unpalatable, but you have to, like, do shit to it to make it, like, edible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, this was a beer that I had had for years sitting around uh in case you were wondering um not all sours age super well wilds generally (laughs) do this aged nicely it definitely like usually with wilds they'll pick up more and more tartness over time so that's not a bad thing in my mind
0: yeah i mean especially when you're dealing with a wild um before we keep on shall we get into beer number two today yes Indeed. um beer number two today also comes to us from deciduous because emily ruined it it's triple lollipop forest i have no idea what the fruits are i'm guessing similar i, I don't know we'll find out i think soon. they're
1: entirely different but i can't remember oh,
0: all right cool we'll find out soon um oh i felt like i had a burp for a second there so three two one crack
1: ah Technical difficulties! Oh, 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 there
0: we go. Wait, we're in the format, Emily.
1: <laughs> I think both of them are actually part of a series. I mean, I know The Lollipop Forest is a series. I don't know if Double and Triple are always the same fruits or if they're different. I Because I unfortunately do not know everything.
0: Way to go, Emily. Right? Thank your father, kids. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, if I can pull out a married with children thing every once in a while, I will. Uh fun fact, I don't know if you knew, but David Borean's of uh, Buffy and Angel Fame was once on an episode of Married with children, playing the boyfriend of Kelly, who was at the movies while Kelly and her family were at the movies too, but he was cheating on Kelly, and Kelly didn't realize, so Al just went and kicked his ass.
1: You can say a lot of things about Al Bundy, but like...
0: He's man. a shitbag, but he's not a bad father and has this like weird sense of honor.
1: Yeah, he does, and... Like, there is something kind of there was always something kind of interesting to me about like because he and his wife did not hate each other, he and Peggy didn't hate each other, they had a very much a love hate relationship, like,
0: they had very different sexual drives, which I think was the biggest issue in their relationship. But,
1: agreed, but... ultimately,
0: I think they did have a love for each other, whether or not it was romantic. I I don't really think so. I think it was more akin to uh, like the love that you and I feel for one another, but still trapped in that like '50s boomer mentality of well, you got to stay together for the kids. I-,
1: I guess it's what would happen if you and I had gotten married and hadn't killed each other. Because <laughs> I'm not yes. sure that we wouldn't have. Like I like to think that I you know am above that shit but i i don't know man if i had been subjected to being your partner for years and years i'm i don't know who knows Let's 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 just be glad we never found out
0: all right so this one i think is the black currant raspberry and cherry so it is okay. slightly different
1: this is fucking outstanding. Yeah. Like the other one wa- was good. This is amazing.
0: Yeah. Th- this is more in the direction of phenomenal than like, yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, again, I think the, the uh, so I'm guessing what the difference is, is the level of fruit that is used because mm. this tastes more heavily fruited and therefore it is a bit sweeter. But, like, not in a bad way. I'm still getting plenty of tartness. Um, I mean, just to give you an example, you know, it's still technically winter, and I still have chapped lips, and it is finding every fucking crack in my (laughs) lips right now. Um, But it has more sweetness from the fruit to balance it out, and, like, the fruit flavors are just, like... um i don't want to say explosive because that's not quite right um no it's not explosive yeah uh depthful that that's not even worse (laughs) that's not english i at least try i i at least yeah me speak english good tj
0: yes
1: (laughs) real proud of you buddy
0: hey man i try (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: Alright, let's get through a handful more beers and we'll we'll cut it relatively soon, but we'll we'll get through a little bit more. Uh next up, Emily, again, asshole, drinking without me, ended up having something from Mayflower Brewing Company. Oh, I don't mind, because it's Mayflower. Uh called In the Darkness Bind Them. Uh, it's a nine percent imperial milk stout with cocoa, coffee, lactose, and uh, fucking. That's it. It looks. Yeah. H- how how uh, was it?
1: Yes, this was. That's right. This was the. Uh... We were, we were watching probably Fringe. Um, it was actually better than most of the Mayflowers I've had. I okay. mean, I gave it a four, which is not like mind blowing, but like that's pretty fucking high when it comes to Mayflower, in my opinion. So yeah, you know,
0: I mean, given the other shit that I've had from Mayflower, four's not bad.
1: Yeah, not at all.
0: Uh, real quick, you want to step outside of New England?
1: Oh, is is the next one not
0: correct? Oh. The, Where the, the hell is it from? Niles, Illinois.
1: Where the fuck is that?
0: Fucked if I know,
1: man. <sighs> okay, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I need to look. I have. All not right, been then. Many while places.
0: she's doing that, I will introduce her next beer. Her next beer is another stout. It's called Coffee and Chocolate Pot de Crème from Hubbard's Pot de Crème. Pot de Crème.
1: Poe de creme.
0: Po de creme from Hubbard's hey. Cave. It's a Imperial stout with cocoa nib, cinnamon, vanilla bean, and lactose. And when they say Imperial, it's a 12%er. Uh, thoughts.
1: Um, holy god, was this good? Um
0: nice. Like even at that percentage, because usually yes. you shy away from stuff like that
1: if you remember correctly this was one that
0: oh i do remember
1: i had i you know i had both of these by myself because i was digging through crap that i had that i thought had aged okay and both of these actually had been sitting around in my beer cabinet for i don't know literal years at this point Mm -hmm. both of them aged just fine actually nice um This one in particular, I don't think had any loss in quality at all. Um, I thought the cinnamon came through super well. It was smooth. It was creamy. I mean, it was surprisingly smooth for a 12%. I did have to fucking put it down halfway through. Um, And I literally just put the open can in my fridge, went back to it a couple of days later, and still enjoyed it.
0: Oh, yeah. Because something like something at that percentage is not going to hold its carbonation, but it doesn't really need to. Yeah, it's more about the other flavors that are going on the side of the beer instead of, like, crisp and bubbly, refreshing beer, you know?
1: Indeed. Indeed. Um, and also for our listeners out there, since I was just looking, Niles is west of Evanston. Cool. <laughs> oh for christ's sake evanston is evanston adjoins chicago to the north okay <laughs> it's also where uh um allegedly know, some fucking colleges. i can't remember yes uh yeah um northwestern i think that's where northwestern is
0: uh, that sounds right
1: and uh my cousin lived in evanston it's a nice town.
0: Yeah. All right. So, next on up, um, from Columbus,
1: Indiana, is slushy triple XL turtle power heroes in a half shell. Yeah, I was drinking this during our first record of the 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 record for the our, first
0: our first. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles record
1: Yes um, Where we did the first 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 one from 1990 And we did the Michael Bay reboot um, And it, If you want to see how we felt About those go go listen to S- See it or screw it Which is yeah, going to pro- be prolly, out probably, At some point pro- soon Probably
0: listen to that episode in like A month, month and a half I don't know
1: Something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I it was the one. Four fifty north that I was able to grab when I was grabbing stuff at Liquor Junction in Redding. and I mean, I'm sorry if it's a if it's a four fifty north sour. I'm fucking buying it these days. Period. Mm-hmm. Like again, I know this isn't New England. We're starting to see them here. Please do yourself a favor if you like, you know, good sours, especially smoothie style sours, because that's really what these all are. Yeah, I mean, we're we're
0: we're New England beer reviews. We're we're talking about beer that you can buy in New England, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. So this one was double marshmallow, kiwi, double pineapple, double apricot, banana, and a touch of cucumber. And oh, it fucking that sounds rolls. awesome. Yeah, it kind of was. Um.
0: I think next up we're back in New England.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh
0: boat no we're we're still outside of New England cuz we're uh in we? we're yeah we're in oh. we're in Bozeman, Montana.
1: Which I only know of because of uh do I I hesitate to say this on anything that actually people will hear but uh then I know this don't. I know Bo- I know Bozeman, Montana because of Big Bang Theory.
0: Oh. Uh, oh, oh no you you watched a, a mediocre sitcom that dude i painted, should feel
1: Im- that i'm sorry
0: nerds in a horrible light and, and like and poorly good life, written depending- and you know that there's a lot of like sex pesty things in there um but like hey it, it still had some laughs
1: yeah um but yeah, this was the sweets strawberry blackberry marshmallow and lactose, and it was solid.
0: Nice. Um, apparently, was done in collaboration with their friends at Wild Com- Crumb, Wild, cum bakery. Wild Crumb Bakery,
1: Wild uh, Crumb Bakery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to say that, but that's how it came out. Uh, it was their fucking sour ale base. Uh, brewed on fruit tart crust conditioned on marshmallows and fruited with over 1700 pounds of blackberries and strawberries 2020 the year of the marshmallow yeah no it sounds like it'd be good yeah
1: (laughs) yeah uh i mean again we don't have we can just skip over the ones that aren't new england because you know the next one is also not New England.
0: Uh, again, like let, let's fucking touch on it real fast. and Because I, I haven't looked ahead to see where we're cutting beer talk in this episode, but it's probably going to be relatively soon. So uh, let's just talk about the beers that you've had.
1: Uh, Chomp Chomp Strawberry Cheese- Cheesecake is from The Brewing Project out of Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So once again, not New England. Sorry. Um, I do occasionally to drink stuff from not New England. Um, Even. Uh, I think other people liked this one better than I did. I didn't think it was terrible, but I didn't think it was amazing. Yeah, I mean a four is nothing to sneeze at but given like what I usually rate smoothie sours at, that's not spectacular.
0: I mean it probably also doesn't help that we've had other examples of like this exact beer that I'm guessing have been done way better.
1: Oh, I'm sure.
0: All right. And that we talked about, that we talked about. um,
1: Ah. So...
0: We talked about a few of these already.
1: I don't think we did.
0: Well, we didn't talk about Durkamp.
1: Yeah, we definitely did not. So Durkamp is from Big Tree, parentheses, The Reservoir, don't fucking ask me why, from Waterbury, Vermont. It is an Imperial New England IPA that was aggressively meh.
0: Yeah, like we brought down the average on this thing because it was so meh, and we usually kind of feel bad about bringing down somebody's average, but like its average rating is a 3.84 and we both gave it a 3.5 and if we didn't feel bad about lowering a rating i'm guessing we probably would have rated it even lower yeah like it i was mean, aggressively meh
1: absolutely now
0: no i have... we've talked about chunk we've talked about that vanilla dome we've okay. talked about haterade i think that we've talked about the thai sour
1: I think we touched on it a little bit with Tom because he liked that.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We weren't as impressed with it. Like, I think both times that we drank this, we just, we wanted more out of it. Like, it it says it's, you know, lactobacillus fermented with coconut, lime zest, pineapple, Thai basil, ginger, lemongrass, and Thai chili. And it's like, uh, I get the echo of elements inside of it. And I think it I think it coalesces into like a decent Berliner vice, but it's not as I wasn't as impressed with it as I wanted to be.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of times when you use lemongrass, the lemongrass will drown out everything else to an extent. And I think that kinda happened here.
0: Which is unfortunate because like I wanted more of like the Thai basil and more of the Thai chili to come through in it. And it just didn't like you got like a little hint of capsaicin on like the way 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 back end but it it just it wasn't it wasn't what i was hoping it would be i guess is my biggest complaint
1: but hey that's timber yard brewing in east brookfield mass i don't know how long they've been doing it but you know
0: I keep on working on it guys. Like don't let don't let our show detract you from like keeping on doing your thing. Like again, this is what I always say. I love that there is a galaxy of beer out there because not everything is for everybody, but there's something for everybody out there.
1: Very much agreed.
0: I feel like we've talked about the Laden.
1: I don't understand why we've talked about this much shit. Um, Layden is a cherry berry cheesecake for Mortalis in case we didn't talk about it like it's a fucking Mortalis do I need to say anymore yeah it's a fucking Mortalis
0: it's fucking delicious like if you see a Mortalis drink it like turn the can upside down give it a soft soft roll pour it into a glass make sure you get everything from the bottom of the can into the glass as well it's fucking delicious
1: and then enjoy your beer that's better than sex oh
0: god yeah uh, I wish I were kidding. Yeah, I mean, I'm also the one with the dick that doesn't work, and I'll still say it's better than sex. But yeah. Aww. Oh, whatever, man. <laughs> hey, audience, if you didn't know, there's the forty 40- episode 44 surprise, TJ's dick don't work right, because nerve damage. No, we've talked about that before.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Um. Uh, I- we talked about that frivolous. We talked about harmonic convergence. Yeah. Um. Uh, did we talk about the oatmeal cookie stout?
1: I don't think we did.
0: I don't think we did either. I'm kind of thinking that that might be our last beer, though. And then we'll go into other stuff next time. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah. Uh, so our last beer today that we're going to talk about before we either just wrap it the fuck up or... Talk about something else. Um, is the oatmeal cookie stout from Vanish Valley Brewing Company? Vanish Valley, out of Ludlow, Massachusetts. Um, it, it's it's an oatmeal cookie stout. It was it was definitely the better side of good. Like I agree, I think that the flavors that I wanted to come through in it come came through effectively. And I think that it was even I found it more even more impressive because it's a 5% stout instead of like, you know, the like fucking Russian Imperial that everybody wants to do when they do a stout. And it's like, no, sometimes I like just a Guinness with more flavor.
1: Yeah. And that's I mean, that's kind of what this was. (laughs) There's a. I don't know how much cookie I got out of it, but you you definitely get the, uh, the oat influence mm-hmm. and it kind of had Whoa. some ah, nice, it, <laughs> it had some kind of coffeeish sort of flavors going on. Yeah. And, there, uh, there was
0: definitely a nice roast to the, uh, barley in it that gave it like a lot more character.
1: Like, I don't, I don't know that I would have called it an oatmeal cookie stout because I think that it, it it makes you expect a little more pastry taste. Yeah, exactly. But I will say this, if you are a fan of stouts and you don't want them to be like aggressively alcoholic or super syrupy. Yeah. And, but you want them to still have way more flavor than like a Guinness, this is an excellent fucking choice absolutely seriously
0: from ludlow massachusetts we've talked about a couple vanished valleys in the past
1: yeah because i've been there yeah
0: i like again it's another brewery that i don't have any issues with i think that most of what they do is well most of what i've had from them has been like above average yeah but like i i still haven't been like Super wowed by anything from them.
1: I would agree with that. I think that they've come closest with some of their IPAs, but yeah, I don't. I still don't know if they cross into wowed territory per se.
0: Yeah. All right, so I think that that's our last beer for our talking beer on this episode of New England Beer Reviews. Uh, again, uh, beer, 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 beer. <sighs> Beer. Beer. Um Alright, we're like an hour in. Do we have anything else we really want to talk about? Uh we could talk about us finishing Fringe. Yeah. Cool. Um Fringe, it's a Fox sci-fi TV drama from that ran from two thousand. until 2014 2015 like it lasted five seasons but i forget how like airing order worked in it
1: yeah
0: um yeah season one it's fine finding its footing monster of the week you know tv sci-fi drama trying to like recapture that like x-files vibe but still doing its own thing a little heavy-handed on the like. Oh, it's produced by J.J. Abrams, so lens flare. Ugh. Yeah. Uh seasons two through four, a lot of fun. Oh yeah. First half of season five, bit of bit of a slog. Second half, actually, like I think it. I think it lands its ending pretty well. It's not. It's not like um. It's not Mr. Robot great, (laughs) but, like, as an ending, I think that it's pretty damn solid. It's not far off from Mr. Robot, in my opinion.
1: I don't know that I put it quite as close to Mr. Robot as you might, but, like, it is, it does land its ending surprisingly well.
0: I then it's closer to Mr. Robot than it is to Dexter. (laughs) How about that? Oh, 100% (laughs) agreed on that one.
1: (laughs) Yes. But, like, I don't know, man. There's so many good shows that had such mediocre endings that, like, it's not really hard to, you know, if you can do a halfway decent job to stick the fucking landing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also really fucking easy to fuck up the landing, especially in a J.J. Abrams produced show. Cough, cough, lost. Cough, cough.
1: (laughs) Is that like Dexter bad? Oh, you haven't even seen the end of the the original end of Dexter.
0: Nope. I haven't seen the original end of Dexter. I did see the end of New Blood, and that was pretty goddamn bad. I've also seen the ending of Lost, and that's pretty goddamn bad
1: i'm gonna bet you that if you watch the end of the the original ending of dexter you will feel better about the ending of lost
0: oh i'm sure i will i think it's still better than the ending of dexter new blood it's still not good
1: (laughs) yeah Oh, boy. Yeah, there's so oh much shit. Oh, boy. Speaking of oh, so boys, bad, like... have
0: you heard that there's apparently a Quantum Leap remake
1: that's supposed to be coming in the near future? No, I fucking haven't.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it has all the same Christian overtones as the original Quantum Leap had, because I loved the shit out of that show as a kid until it got to the ending, and it's like, oh, so you've been on a mission from God this entire time and not just like a concept of God but like an actual factual dude as God in a bar in like the Dust Bowl cool (laughs) ew (laughs) yeah oh man that would be a fun series to no I'm not even going to end that sentence because it wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) Uh all right so that filled up like 5 minutes of us talking.
1: <laughs> yeah, that uh that was a that was a lot longer of a watch than it was to talk about. Um <laughs> I mean honestly like John Noble is just great in that show.
0: I know it's wrong to say that you know you have a spirit animal if you're <laughs> not Native American. <laughs> But nope, that is punching down, and I'm not going to do it. Um, but I'm fairly certain that I have some Native American in me. Uh, I, I was going to say I have more Native American in me than a certain politician claimed to have had.
1: How sure are you of that, Elizabeth Warren?
0: Um, Probably similarly to Elizabeth Warren, of its stories I've heard from my family.
1: Yeah, which is the thing, is, like, especially in certain areas of the country, New England included, like, there, a lot of families are like, we have some Native American in us, and it's like, no, you fucking don't. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, my family also still tells the tale that, like, oh, one of our ancestors came over on the Mayflower, and it's like, uh, uh, like, maybe, but still probably bullshit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it... Yeah,
0: honestly, if I had any Native American in me, it most likely came from my father's side of the family.
1: That so seems possible. Yeah,
0: like Southern Appalachian. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But then I again, I'm not going to get a DNA test because fuck you, 23andMe, and fuck you, America, and the laws that do not protect my fucking genetics
1: yeah like yeah don't um but also the 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 23andme genetic stuff or honestly any fucking thing like ancestry or whatever being like we can tell you where your family's from no you fucking can't the genes are not that well conserved like uh, the snips that they're using are like Seriously, like, they'll, you know, if they're like, oh, look, this person says they're white and they say that they think they're from whatever and, like, this particular snip could be from, you know, uh, like, either, like, uh, I don't know, say, like, England or, like, you know, Scandinavian or whatever and, like, this person says that they have Scandinavian ancestry... We're gonna put it under the Scandinavian category. Like, yeah. it is not a fucking precise science. They cannot look. It is not possible to look at your DNA and be like, these are the regions my family is definitely from.
0: I mean, they're not also. They're also not like exhuming bodies from specific areas to take genetic samples from those bodies. So, yeah, it like the the whole system's flawed. But really, my. My main worry, and yeah, it's probably like a crazy person paranoid worry. Not as much
1: as you'd think it is.
0: I do not have genetic protections in a legal sense. Correct. I, if if you, dear listener, oh, it's been a while since I pulled out dear listener. Uh, if you don't know the story of Henrietta Lacks, you should look it up sometime because it's it's really interesting and it's really fucked up.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't mind if you use my genetic information for, you know, scientific studies, but fucking pay me.
0: Yeah. Like That's it. hell, even just fucking notify me. <laughs> like like Yeah. Give like again, right now with shit like Ancestry and Twenty Three and Me, your terms of service agreement. You know the shit that nobody reads and just says yes to, um, does not guarantee your genetic anomaly. Your your uh, fucking what's the word I'm looking for? M. Privacy. Yeah.
1: An anonymity.
0: Well, it, it's still going to have anonymity because you're not going to know that your genetics are being used.
1: Well, generally speaking, yes, but. Uh, One of the other things that you should be very worried about is, you know, if we continue going in the post-capitalist society vein as opposed to, I don't know, overthrowing things and getting rid of a lot of this shit. um,
0: We might find ourselves uh, or at least some people being like, yay, eugenics. (laughs)
1: Uh, less that and more like, you know, that health insurance that you pay way too much for that, like, barely gives you enough as it is. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and, um, well, the uh, there is an entirely a possibility that at some point the insurance companies could subpoena these comp or, you know, force these companies through legal battles to... Uh, re-identify all of the information which is possible to do obviously because they have to give you your, your results and then you know so say like i don't know say you got a 23 and me and you happen to have i don't know some genetic disorder in your fucking family tree like uh i don't know like huntingtons or some shit
0: and then like, that becomes a pre-existing condition that they know that they won't will. cover yep exactly yeah. that's
1: exactly like that is the biggest reason you should avoid doing it like until they can guarantee you that you won't get like financially boned like i have less of a problem of them using my shit in like scientific studies and not paying me i have more of a problem with the potential that they'll be like oh you know this like you have a predisposition to some disease that has you know genetic markers that like you aren't even aware of because the companies legally can't tell you that anymore um so Fun fact, then what the fuck is me... the
0: point of actually getting it if they can't tell you that you might have this genetic predisp- predisposition to uh, this thing? Like, it doesn't a mean that you're that. not going to get it. It doesn't mean that you're going to get it. It's just like, fair warning of, hey, just so you know, there are certain monsters hiding inside of your genetics that might end up causing this.
1: Well, in case of, uh, I mean, this might shock you, TJ, but like, it turns out that like a lot of people, I mean, especially in America, are not exactly um rational and weird so or you know intellectual, thoughtful, <laughs> you know, and whatever
0: well college colleges are the work of the devil and 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 i would rather I'd rather be I'd rather be a goddamn Russian than to be a goddamn socialist,
1: seriously, man, that is an active tactic of the right, but I know. you know moving on um the the reason is that like so 23 and me like was actually what really made it stand out from the others was that it would give you a full like all of these so okay in case you don't know how these things work they're not like analyzing your full genome because that would take way too fucking long mm-hmm. What it is, is you have what's called SNPs, which are uh, single nucleotide polymorphisms um, that show up in certain places in your genetic code that are associated with certain diseases. Mm-hmm. You have some things like Huntington's or something that, or like Tay-Sachs or something like that, that are very notably like, you know, you find this thing and you ha- and you either are heavily predisposed to or will pass it on or whatever. Um, and there are others like heart disease and shit that are con- considerably less clear, but they twenty three and me when they first started one their big thing versus you know like ancestry or something that would be like oh we're telling you you're from wherever and again I've already told you that's bullshit, um, but the twenty three and me used to give you a full analysis of health risks based on, you know, SNPs that have been, you know, fairly have fairly solid data backing associations with particular diseases. And um, there were enough people who, upon getting reports like that, that would absolutely flip the fuck out, be like, oh my God, I'm going to get X, Y, and Z and go to their doctor, that <sighs> they actually outlawed that. So if you if you the better way to do that if you actually like so if you really really want to know
0: know somebody who works in a lab
1: yes uh know somebody who works in a lab that actually does dna analysis have them give you your full genome um which again it's a lot of data but you know if they can give you your full genome then there are, I believe, like even online programs that you can run your genetic code through that will analyze SNPs for stuff like that. Yeah,
0: I mean that that would be the reason I would do something like Twenty Three and Me. I don't. Yeah, but
1: also if you have a, somebody in a lab do it that isn't associated with something like that, then. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I would feel safer but no, about like, that. I don't think I don't think even if you like got a kit from like Twenty Three and Me or ancestry or whatever that like i don't think they're going to give you your full genetic code no they don't so you can't even do your own analysis if you do it that way
0: yeah um yeah
1: i wonder what the uh what the size of a file of like just a text of your genetic code is it's probably not insignificant
0: no um Most likely, like, a couple hundred megs.
1: I think you might be undershooting that a little bit, but...
0: Well, I guess I'm the asshole.
1: (laughs) Now, your genetics are, uh... Well, I mean, if you're writing out each letter, my god. Yeah.
0: All right, man, I'm not gonna lie to you. I am losing my steam. And my beer's empty. So my
1: beer is near empty, and I too am losing my steam. So,
0: so we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap this shit up, um.
1: Like your prom date should. Yeah. I mean, first, uh, <sighs> then again, go. I really hope there are no high school students who listen to us. Although,
0: but hey, man, been... if you want to be the coolest kid in high school, then check us out because we'll tell you what good beer actually is.
1: I I mean we don't support underage drinking allegedly.
0: Uh no, I do support the lowering of the drinking age in this country. Oh man, now I'm like I'm just super saying gassy. we don't
1: support things that are actively illegal, but like yeah, if you can die for your country, you should be able to buy a fucking beer.
0: And it should be on parents to teach responsible drinking to their kids instead of just being you know born into our puritanical culture that's like no you're not allowed to drink until you're 21 well then that means that when i'm fucking 15 i'm gonna get fucking hammered on yes. shitty ass tequila in the like high school parking lot like
1: <laughs> yeah the people honestly the people that i know that like went really hard in like high school especially were the people whose parents were puritanical about it like my my parents never were and it- i was just like why why like that that's that's boring i can i can fucking i i can i can drink at home it's fine like not like constantly but it wasn't like a a hugely taboo thing
0: yeah whereas i was raised in a very largely irish catholic household so there are things that we don't talk about and one of the things we don't talk about is your great-grandmother that drank like two quarts of Manhattans a day while smoking two packs of Pal Mals a day.
1: Good God. Um,
0: oh yeah, no, she she went the Vonnegut route of, like, unfilters. She was a beast.
1: Like, wow. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I think that I really hope that if it's not the Gen Xers, that it's us or the Zoomers that change, like the stigma of you know. Like let's talk. Fam- let's talk about
0: our addictions and actually seek treatment for them instead of pretending they don't exist, and then it just makes them exacerbate themselves even more
1: yeah or like there's a lot of things in families that you pretend don't exist i mean for instance like i i think that most of my father's family did not know that his mother was an illegitimate child because for a long time it didn't really come out until like most of the greatest generation generation was dead um and that's because they all covered it up and like cuz what you did back then was you pretended that it was like the youngest child of the family instead of, you know, a child of one of the older children's children of that family. Um, so, yeah, that ain't great. I know, I actually know personally a, I think, Gen Xer who um, didn't know that they were an illegitimate child and didn't know who their real mother was for many years. Yeah, that was um,
0: definitely a habit for a long time of, well, our 16-year-old daughter got pregnant, but... I'm going to pretend like it's my kid instead of hers and we'll just lie to the child their entire fucking life.
1: And what's even better is in this family, this, so this is another thing that like families would generally cover up is uh sexual assault especially when it involves another family member. So um uh
0: you, this you you don't have to tell me about that.
1: But yeah, this uh this person's person that they thought was their biological father was their biological father their mother was their oldest sister gross yep
0: and it happened a lot more than anyone would like to admit that it did yeah all right so on that fantastic note
1: (laughs) everything is awful everything is awful
0: uh, I, I really want to like rewrite the rest of that song to make it work with that theme, but yeah. even if I can just use the, everything is awful, I will until the day I die. But yeah, we've been New England Beer Reviews. You can check us out wherever you check out podcasts and social media stuff. You can even give us some earth monies on Patreon.com. Backslash N E B R. Hey man, that is the initials of our goddamn show, New England Beer Reviews N E B R. is B R. Um And hey, keep an eye out for our next podcast. It should be coming in the next few weeks. Um Something. It, it's it's gonna be Cedar Screw It. That is, you know, quite simply binary see it or screw it um but yeah i've been tj davis alongside emily schick emily do you have a last word
1: oh why do i never think of this before we get to the end
0: i don't know because i keep on asking you
1: (laughs) i know it's stupid i like i never i never think ahead for this shit um buts i've done that way too many times yeah um
0: well i, I like butts <laughs>
1: and you cannot lie
0: <laughs> well i i i'm a large fan of um uh fucking
1: voluminous posteriors
0: voluminous posteriors that's the way to put it
1: yeah I <laughs> and, I, I, and, and I that is no strange. that
0: is no fabrication of truth
1: captain um (laughs) um
0: uh games oh no i'm um, gonna veto and i'm gonna say turtle power
1: turtle power works or uh you know we we love you ukraine
0: yeah we love you ukraine this is going to release like nine days from now and i really hope that you have murdered putin by then because you know fuck putin but don't fuck putin he's got a micro penis
1: Mm -hmm. indeed
0: indeed all right um bye
1: bye